Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you want interesting and entertaining debate on the Premier League and other English leagues, but from a show that doesn't take itself too seriously, then check out The Whistleblowers. It's a weekly football podcast hosted by me. I used to play football, Martin Gritton, uh, stand-up Mark Smith when he can, and music manager Gareth Dobson, who uh, always has plenty of good chat, being a Spurs fan. Um, we basically get football writers in to have a chat as well. And we talk about the stories that matter in English football, whether it's on the pitch or off it. It's free to listen to iTunes, Acast, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, or you can download the Whistleblowers app. Follow us on Twitter at Football Podcast. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. My name is Aaron Paul. Um, good to have you with us. Uh, thanks for choosing us this week. That's a bit of a formal broadcasting line. I like to use. Thanks for choosing us. Thanks for choosing the United Redcast by Mike Lee Productions. Is it? It's Playback Media. By Playback Media. Um, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you know you've all sort of woken up after the fucking bore draw. I bombed across the M25 for that. Uh, God knows what. God help me if I get a speeding ticket. But uh, yeah, we'll be looking back at that shit show of a nil-nil. The most bored. That was so bad. That was so bad. Um, We'll be looking back at that nil-nil. Talking Donny van van der Beek uh, after uh, Ajax Amsterdam. Vevevevevenlo, Venlo, sorry, not VVV. Vevevevenlo, thirteen nil. Is Donny better off? Well, would he have been better off staying at home, basically, uh, than uh, than playing for us? Um, elsewhere, we can look at the European Super League, and of course, talking tomorrow night, where we take on RB Leipzig in the European Champions League um, in, our, in our in our second group game. It's coming thick and fast, thick and fast again. Uh, is Mr. Andrew Mann. We had a little chicken shop bet on Saturday night. Um, yeah. I hope we're going to carry this chicken shop bet on like throughout games this season. It's quite exciting. Yeah. But um, what did you go for, Drew? Before, oh, hello, by the way. What, what did, what did oh, you pitch uh, for on the bet? Hello, my brother from another. Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went for 3-1. We'd get battered. Yeah, I went for something better, didn't I? Yeah, I think you were about 2-1. To, uh, I can't remember what I went for. Oh no, it was it was you went matter to win it. We was, was on the oh. goal scorer. You went matter to win it. I went Cavani to win it. And if um, if 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 you won, I think I was baking you a tray of brownies. And if I won, you were buying me a a tasty chicken meal, a succulent yes, chicken yes, meal yes. from the Chick King, uh, Tottenham's best chicken shop. Uh, by the way, for everyone who's, who's ref- well, who's just listened to what Drew said there about being my brother, um, if by chance we did shame, share the same mother, there'd have to be some serious genetic, like, <laughs> good genes there because the gap between our birthing times would be bloody hell, man. They'd be able to fit a lot through there, let's just say that. It wouldn't be good. Put it this way, when I was 18, my mum would probably be like 104 or something like that. So, Oi, oi, easy with the stick. (laughs) Tam Riley, you're back, mate. You're back once again for the Renegade Master. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, 
to uh, chewing uh, chewing this United bone this week. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, why don't City fuck off home? And uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh, across the world, um, I don't know the rest of it. Let's get ready to rumble. The man is back himself. Paul Tonkinson, how long has it been since you've been on a red cast, pal? It's been it's been an awful long time, hasn't it? It's probably been about three. It's probably been about three, three, four years. Three year. It's, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been it's it's, it's been a, I mean a pre pre pandemic, pre Brexit, pre Trump, pre Falklands War, pre Second World War. It's been an indefinite period, but it's nice to be back. It's good so to ba- be back. Basically, back. last time you were on the red cast, the world was normal, but United was still shit. Yeah, United. United was still rubbish. I think it was early. I think it was early Van Gaal or late Moyes. He was pretty bad. I think when Marcos Rojo was still in favour. Yes. Yeah. 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 When we were getting excited about about Di Maria. Mm. Oh. Um, so. Um, so yeah, hoping that Van that Van der Beek isn't the next Di Maria, isn't it? I suppose hoping that he's not the, the Donny Van der Beek. Um, yeah. Thank you, Tonk, uh, Paul Tonkinson. Good time. Does anyone ever call you Tonka? No, like like like. Tonk, tonk, occasionally Tonks. Tonka. I accept. I accept most things. Because tonk, Tonkas. Tonkas from from um, from uh, what's that? For? I can see his face. Like Ricky Tomlinson. England. Is it, Mike Bassett. Mike Bassett. Mike Bassett. He's got a player called Tonka who's their, their, guy, their, their version of Gaza. So, you know, yeah, yeah, fancy, mate. Sounds good. Sounds good. Mm. Gents, uh, United nil, Chelsea nil was uh, the full-time score on Saturday. What a load of crap. I mean, so not boring. It was a bit boring, but it was just, it was a lack of intent shown by Oli's side. Um, that that you know that that frustrated a lot of people. I think Chelsea came to play for the clean sheet. They've struggled to keep them. We've struggled to keep them as well. We've I think we've shipped more goals than them this season as well. Obviously, that um that six against Spurs didn't do us any favors. But Chelsea turning up to Old Trafford, uh, parking the bus as they used to sing at us quite a bit. One shot on target from them, four from us. Um, it wasn't the greatest of spectacles. Who wants to go first? Well, it was it felt it felt embarrassing to even watch it, didn't it? Never mind to to play in it. Do you know what I mean? You just felt sort of you felt that football was getting diminished in the process of watching that game. <laughs> it was like both teams parking the bus for for the first half, wasn't it? We got a, we got that we got the Rashford shot on goal in the first. Was that was that late in the first half? The Rashford? Yeah. Um which yeah, I thought down the right. Yeah, I thought he might have done a little bit better with that, but it was a good save by the keeper. He narrowed the angle, but the first half was so trap, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen it, him as that for a long time. It it picked up. It picked up a bit, didn't it? In the second yes. half, I thought we improved, but yeah. I think it was one of those funny games where both teams, I think, were being very cautious about sort of not wanting to get they both beaten. Made a clean sheet, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, and I think after you know with with. Chelsea having their new keeper in. I think they were mindful of, you know, not not destroying his confidence. Yes. Um, <clears throat> we we for me we 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 got the team wrong. I I just think Matter and James against a Chelsea team where they've got a lot of energy and running. Yeah. It didn't it didn't feel right. It felt right against Newcastle. It sort of didn't feel quite right against them. And I don't get James at all. I don't get James at all. I've just, I've, I've just done his United quality. I think he's. I think he's like 
championship player or he'd be, he'd be yeah. nowhere near a decent United team. Yeah. Is that because of coaching, Tonga? Is that because he hasn't been coached into, you know, a, a good quality player, which is, to be honest, I, I think he's a good player. I think what I predicted last year is slowly coming true. That one, getting bashed about most, most games, which is what happens to him, will knock his confidence. And two... Mm. If someone doesn't go out there and say, look, let me practice dead balls with you. Let me help you change as a player. Let me help you evolve as a player. Um, he'll, he'll struggle. And, and, you know, this lack of a final ball is, is fucking killing him. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think he suits her. He suits her when we hit them on the break. And, the, and uh, we, He's not very good at breaking down a low block, is he? And that, that's what we struggle with, that plan B. Yeah. And it's almost something you can't... You know those little, those lovely little interchanges with Pogs and Marshall and and and, and Rashford. Those little, you know, in in and around the box. He just lacks the sophistication to do that. It's quite hard to coach, isn't it? Those moments. Do you know what I mean? It comes. Yeah, through. I think you either, you either have it or you don't have it, and I don't think he's got it at all. Um, I, think, <clears throat> I would say one thing in 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 mitigation to him is he came up against a very 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 good player in his namesake. Um, who, yeah, okay. yeah, we got the wrong James. Definitely. Uh, I tell you what, if, I, if of all the players in their team, he would yeah. be the one I'd have because he. I I looked at his performance and I just thought that's a guy that's going to be there for ten, yeah. fifteen yeah. years, probably England as well. He is He's absolutely fantastic. Well, at the end of the day, you look at you look at Lamptey at Brighton, Chelsea let him go. Now they've got to be letting Lamptey go for a fucking reason if they're going to bring, you know, if they're going to have got someone else. Yeah, I mean, that, someone else has got to be special. I, I I think he he was you know that. It was it was almost men against boys, wasn't it? And I think he's a, funny beast, enough, in the, he's a beast in the tackle, isn't he? And he's got a decent yeah. final draw. He's, a he, very, he's, very he's also it's just his his all round positional sense. Yeah, he yeah, didn't he's, look he's like a young player. He looked like no, someone really, had no, you know hundred Premier League games under his belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll yeah, just yeah. I'll just say that in defence of James, I I think he needs to be taken out of the firing line. I I agree with you, Paul. I don't think he's quite United class. Whether he can be squad class. I think it's even broadcast. I don't. I don't know what yeah. he gives because I know everyone talks about his pace, but it's not like we lack pace going forward, is it? We've got pace. Mason's fast. Rashford's got pace. I don't. I don't really know what he gives us unless you're like you're winning. You're winning two 0 with ten minutes to go against a team who's not very good, and you just want to hit him on the break. Do you know? It's a, I don't quite know what he gives us. Not a fan. That's again. We bought a raw player, boys. We bought a player who played Championship football, a hell of a lot of Championship mm. football. Yes, and. Is was going to come to the Premier League, turn up the pace, zoom past players, and mm. then get two footed. And you saw it week after week after week. In his first few months, he was getting absolutely fucking abused by players. Two footed, mm. left, right, up, down, you name it, he was there. He was always being fouled, Dan James. Now, yeah, until yeah. he can bulk up and change his game, look at Adama Traore. You know what? Adama Traore is a great example. Yeah, played yeah, at yeah. Villa, got relegated. Played at Borough, got relegated. Interesting. I went to interview him. Um, last season and he talked about that and he said I needed to be coached by the right people but when Ooh. he was at Villa the coach didn't want to coach him it was Remy Gard I think they went down with he wasn't right. interested in coaching Adama Traore he went to Borough and it was fucking Aitor Karanka who was too busy trying to right. sort out a defence now he's yeah, gone yeah. to he, he went to Wolves and he's got someone in Nuno who will coach him to be a better player who said to him look bulk up a bit you've got speed 
yeah? yeah? Bulk up a bit, become a bit more streetwise and get your end product right because his end product was shit before. This is a guy who come from the Barcelona Academy. Now, I'm not mm. saying Dan James is a Dharma Traore, but if you can take the same principles and apply them within context to Dan James and go, mate, one, get on the weight, get yourself down the old myprotein.com and two, mm-hmm. fucking learn how to cross the ball. Learn how to cross the ball properly. You've got yourself a good player. We can't write this player off. I, I disagree with everyone saying, get rid of him, this, that, the other. This is the problem we've had at United. Far too many times we've yes, done this. I mean, Look at fucking Memphis Depay. Barcelona are, you know, desperate to get him in and we wanted him out. The amount of players we turned out and got rid of and rid of and rid of, it, it's, it's too much. The pay was more of a mental thing. Was it? It, was, it didn't feel like it was in the right space, does he? Jack, you can't fault James's application. Um, I just, I just think I'd be surprised if he's contributing in two years' time. I, that, that's, that's all I'll say. Um, yeah. Ship him out online. Do you think bet on that? Huh? Do, what, do, what, do you fancy taking me on that, or do you fancy a little three wing <laughs> bet? You know, no, you'll end up more chicken. You three <laughs> wings and a burger, maybe. Come on, let's do it. I'm on it, man. I'll take you on on that. I mean, but you look at the players we've got coming forward. He's, uh, that, that, he's, he's, he's quite emblematic of a problem that Ollie's got at the moment, isn't it? The transition between old squads, new new squads. How would you put Tellez in? Uh, where'd you put Van, Van der Beek in? Where'd you, where'd you put these new exciting players? And, and for James to start, it just, it just felt a little bit... What about Luke Shaw starting? Talk to me about Luke Shaw starting because he, he's taken some shit the past few days. I think, he, I think he's played better this season and I, and I quite like Luke Shaw. I don't think he's quite good enough, but I like him. And he, he looked great on the left of a, of a three, didn't he, against uh, PSG. Um, but I don't know. He, he will face a problem how to keep him and Tellers in the same team. And Tellers' his final ball is lovely, isn't it? And it's what we've been yeah. missing on that left hand side. We've actually got someone who can actually take corners now. He can really whip it, can't he? And it, yeah. He's going to set up a lot of goals. So that's going to be. I think that's part of all his problem at the moment. Is just how I've got all these new players, and he's going to be he's going to be tested, isn't he, with his man management skills and that kind of squad rotation. And, was was Tellers injured? Um, <clears throat> I didn't quite know why he wasn't in the squad. Yeah. Yeah, is he injured? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what was he, I thought he was wrestling for Leipzig, but I don't know. I've got no idea. Oh, right. <clears throat> I mean, it'll be you know, Luke Shaw. Um, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of shit he was getting the other day. Um, and I'll make this sort of the final point, but I think one of the most key, key, key things is, and I'm not going to pick up on the overlap thing when uh, I think it was Pogba. Um, was pointing to, or Bruno, Bruno was pointing to him on the left, saying overlap, overlap, and he just stood and waited. I'm not going to point to that. I'm going to point to something, which is when Rashford picked up the ball in the second half, he mm. cut down the left hand side, in onto his right, went mm. past one player, past another, past another. <laughs> he went all the way to the far side on the right. Yeah. No one's taking a shot, by the way. But yeah, mm. everyone's waiting, and now the Chelsea box is becoming fucking full, like 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 a Black Friday sale at Asda. Yeah. They then get it to the other flank and give it to fucking Luke Shaw. What does he do? He slams it against the defender for a corner. This is a man who's... Oh, what was that? Who's... Oh, uh, that was my phone, sorry. Oh, right. This, are you watching them blueies again? This is a man who's got... He's, I think he's got six assists in six years. Yeah. Six assists. He looks quite... He'll have sometimes efficient games. He looks quite tidy technically. Um, but you're right. It's, you know, when you compare, if, when you want to challenge, you compare. Of course, you compare like Liverpool, Robertson, and uh, an old Trent. There's just no competition. We're just nowhere near, are we? Left back, right back. No. So, and and it's, it is a real problem in the team. He, he doesn't he doesn't offer us enough. But it's weird because I always want to persist with players. Ironically, after having to go at James, because I think Shaw 
he seems to exist constantly in potential, doesn't he? Do you know, he's, he's constantly existing in that zone of he's going to come good. But he's, he'll be really challenged by Tellers, and it's something for Ole to manage. You know? Yeah. I hope uh, Oli kicks on and actually just sorts fucking... Just going, back to, uh, just going back to the Dan James thing. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm exactly what, what Paul said was perfect, you know. Um, but I think it, we've got to just, like, get him out on loan somewhere. Yeah, the loan's the answer, yeah. Where? Where would you send him? Premier League or are we looking top-end championship? Top-end championship, again. I, don't, I think he probably left there too early and... You know, I mean, it's typical United. They bring in that kid. He played like every game, didn't he, when he was first brought in? And of course, mm. the pressure on him wasn't a straight. Pressure was on him, and it's like you know, his 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 confidence level you can see is shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I still don't know why he persists for one half every time, Molly, just mm. bringing him on for that mm. to happen. Because, mm. like you say, he's you know he gets his head down and runs, and that's it. Yeah, and yeah. just loses the ball. Yeah. I don't know about anyone else. I'm quite interested to see how this Palistri lad um, gets on and whether he gets a game and, and, and what happens. Let's take a pause, though, gents. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll find our finishing points uh, uh, for the Chelsea game. We'll look ahead to the game against RB Leipzig uh, next on the Manchester United Redcast. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. Yeah, we are back with the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, my name's Aaron Paul. Joining me, Andrew, my brother, man, Dan Riley, and Paul Tonka Tonkinson. He's back. He's bigger, badder than ever. He's uh, he's our man uh, over there. Um, gents, Cavani, first touch. I actually thought it was going to go in. I actually, you know, when they were lining up that that corner and then fired it in, just all the way. I'm just thinking, this is going in. This is going in. So close. Yeah, he's so direct and so there's something old fashioned about him, isn't he? So sort of committed and cavalier up front. I think he's going to be, and and, and then old, and then of course he had that moment where he got blocked off by old Thiago, which which could have been good as well. He's he's, a, he's an immediate threat, isn't he? Um, yeah. And um, he's going to challenge uh, Marshall, and and I think he's going to I think he's going to score some big goals and hopefully in some big games. I really do. Thiago was straight in there, man, man marking him out the game. Yeah, yeah, he played well, Thiago, didn't he? But he yeah. Really solid. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought he might score with his first touch. Just, but he was, he was just—he was exactly what would be missing, wasn't it? Just direct intent and invention. Um, yeah. yeah, it was lovely, lovely moment. Anyone else want to pick up on anything else from the Chelsea game? Mm. Nothing more to say. Well, I mean, Van der Beek and Van der Beek, rather, you know, and the—I um, I was surprised, you know, he didn't 
get a sniff. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it felt to me like, uh, you know, with sort of when we still had um, uh, changes to be made, mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, he he could have added some dynamism. He, he, he'd done exactly that against Newcastle. Yes. Um, yes. And it just felt like, it felt like the sort of, almost felt like it should be uh, the, the second sub after um, after after Pogba, but he's, yeah, he's a, I, he's a guy who looks good in everything he does, doesn't he? When he's on the pitch, he look, he's, he, I, you know, he's, he's. I find it odd. I just do find it odd. I do find it strange. I don't know whether I don't know. I don't know whether there's something about there's something there that Ollie doesn't quite trust him. It just doesn't seem like we're not flying enough. It's, it's this transition <laughs> thing, is it? It's like for him not to be playing. Yeah, yeah. It's um, decided that McTominay and Fred are the two to go for in the middle, which is. Great, but not particularly inventive. Pogba's suddenly become like an impact sub, and that, that may be post-corona reasons, but he's basically an impact sub, and it's sort of I don't know. It's just yeah. I mean, I I, I suppose that the, his starting lineup um, and the fact he had Cavani on the bench mm. almost from the beginning made you think Van der Beek might not get on it mm. in, in, mm. in in the way that you can see um, Ollie's subs happening. Yeah, uh, but it it felt to me like because they were so they were so defensive, mm. it, it felt to me that one of Fred or McTominay should have gone, and and Van der Beek should have gone on, and yeah. we should have gone, we should have pushed it a bit. That's right. I mean, we've got to give props in passing to to the defence to like Maguire and and, uh, and Lindelof, who did look really solid. Chelsea have been looking dangerous. They've been looking weak defensively, but going forward, they have been looking dangerous, and we totally nullified that. Really, I mean, absolutely nothing. Yeah, I thought, Magu- I thought Maguire, um, Maguire was was very good, and Lindelof, who I have given no no end of no end of stick to, um, he actually played well as well. Um, so he he'll probably have a shocker against Leipzig then. <laughs> I think Axel's got to come back for Leipzig. Everyone wants Axel to come back, don't they? I mean, it looks like it, it, reading is probably going to start with the back with with the same formation against PSG. Uh, against Leipzig, and that seems to be something that suits us, doesn't it? It kind of, I don't know, it looked really super solid against PSG, but that Leipzig won't be as open against us as PSG were. They were wide open, weren't they? They fell yeah. into it, didn't they? That's exactly what we think. Um, yeah, looking ahead to the game tomorrow, RB Leipzig, um, the visitors to OT. Um, Julian Nagelsmann's a manager who's, who's probably been like, you know, loved up by the press. They lost Timo Werner, of course. Still got some half-decent, you know, uh, n- numbers in there. Alexander Sorloth, ex-Palace um, strikers in there. And, of course, the man that we want, Upamecano. Like, I'm desperate for him. I'm interested to see how, uh, how he gets on against um, Rashford, Cavani, etc. chaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's one of those, you know, Ollie's sort of managing his players, but he's rotating them for the season. And this is going to be... A real test, isn't it? Chelsea, a nil-nil against Chelsea looks fine if we have a good game against Leipzig. Do you know what I mean? And if we don't, then it suddenly looks even more wasteful. Do you know what I'm saying? It's sort of, uh, he's got this big squad. They've spent a bit. They've got options, and it's how he chooses to use them. It's going to be a real, it's going to be a real test. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good, good old game, and it'll be probably fairly tight, won't it? Yeah, it's definitely going to be. Uh, it's definitely going to be um, very, very uh, interesting to see how. What happens with that? In terms of um, actually, one one of our listeners um, tweeted us about a European Super League. Obviously, a lot of shit flying around that United 
um, are, are leading the way with Liverpool. Um, I think this is one I can actually give Edward Wood a bit of a, a pardon on because it's it's fucking Glazer. It's Glazer and, and his mate John W. Henry, uh, the Americans trying to bastardise our league. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's one of those things that I just can't see happening, can you? It's like we've talked about the, the Euro European Super League has been talked about for years and years and years. And the reality is it get pretty boring pretty quickly for a lot of fans. And um, it sounds really sort of futuristic and possible, but I just, I, I just cannot see it happen. No, I think it's completely wrong, mate. It's completely wrong. It'll just fuck up the league. And if it does happen, then, well, you lot I, have to take over this I think it, and sport it, in Wimbledon. I have, you have to wonder whether it, it's sort of a kind of bit of sabre-rattling from the big clubs in terms of the negotiations for the, for the next Champions League. Because are they not... Is that not being sort of... Um, is the format of that not being uh, discussed imminently and just sort of a bit of a, a shot across the bowels, if you like, to yeah. UEFA from the big clubs to say, you know, make sure that <laughs> make sure you keep us in this competition, this competition every year, which, you know, essentially by having so many um, spots, they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounded a bit political. It didn't sound too serious. I mean, it's obviously a terrible idea. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, and, and, you, and you look at the start of this season and it tells you why. I mean, who knows how the season's going to calm down, but, but the possibility of Villa being up there near the end, of Leicester challenging, of, you know, it's, that's, what, that's what makes the Premier League exciting, isn't it? That, that, you know, that, that, to, to, that West Ham get a draw with, with City and they could have beaten them, etc. These... You don't want to. You don't want to lose that, do you? I think. I think we'd be massively diminished. I think the game would suffer. I, I just I mean, can't. Agree. Agreed. And I think you know, as it is at the moment, <clears throat> even the Champions League, um, you, you you can't see. You know, there's, there's a there's a handful of teams you think can win it, and yeah. uh, it, to to make that to diminish that even further, would, yes, would just you know would would even nullify you know any of the excitement we get from that competition and ironically last season where they had the where because of the lockdown where they had to have the the, the one-legged game you know in the sort mm. of um, the bubble that actually provided the best tournament um interesting for, yeah. you know in in the last sort of probably 10 15 years you know in terms of matches excitement mm. so yeah I, I think I agree with you Paul I, I just think it's a I don't think it's a it's going to happen it was, it, was, it was interesting when Ollie mentioned the fans, wasn't it, after the game against Chelsea? You know, it's less, and it suddenly makes you. It, it, it's so. I found myself watching. Sorry, I'm 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 veering off a little bit, but I found myself watching the 1987 Cup final on ITV4 the other night, uh, Coventry <laughs> Spurs, and you just forget. Well, well, you don't forget, but it's it's nice to be reminded of how integral the fans are to the experience, how fans change games, how it's a relationship yeah. between fans and players, and you just wonder what what effect that's having. On the players themselves, whether whether it's making them more tired, I'm wondering why games are getting a bit seem to be get tightening up a little bit now. Is, is something I think I don't know. Is something <clears throat> I think yeah. I mean, I think it's it's essentially it's nullified home and away, hasn't it? I mean, it's just it doesn't. Yeah. You look at a game and you don't look anymore as if oh we're at home. <clears throat> I sort of tend to sort of not see that, and I think that's probably and also the the, the fact that I think for bigger teams. I think the, the the fans, you know, look at Arsenal, the mm. way fans would often get on their back. Um, yeah. and, and the fact there's no one to get on their backs, 
I think that's why it's kind of leveled it out a bit because mm-hmm. I think that the the I think also there is an element of the the middle ranked teams in the Premier League because of the, the because everyone is so rich you know so much richer than clubs in most of the clubs in Spain wherever so they can have the pick you know mm-hmm. of of those of those uh, you know emerging good solid players you know there's a lot of there's a lot of good I mean you look at Villa now and you think. Geez, they're not a bad team. They look good. They look good, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is well, a team that last season were flirting with relegation. Mm. Um, but that's what I'm saying. But but it comes down to ambition in the transfer window. And unfortunately for our club, us and Fulham are the two teams in the league who've shown fuck all ambition. Villa yeah, yeah. went out and decided, yeah, we can't get in that position again, you know, this season, next season, call it whatever you want. So we're not going to. You know, we're mm. going to go and recruit. They've got four senior keepers on their books. They still went and bought fucking Martinez for 17 mil, yeah, 18 yeah. mil, whatever yeah, it was, yeah. you know. Um, there's so many clubs out there who have actually thought, yeah, we'll go and spend some money. Look at Newcastle. Their owner hates them. And he still went and got <laughs> Alan Wilson. He still Maybe. went and got Ryan Fraser. <laughs> they still went and got good players, you know. We're the only team that show no real ambition to go, yes, who's the best in our class? Let's go and get them. Yeah, it's, it's, you're bringing us back to, uh, I mean, uh, to 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 the manager here. Um, it, it, it's uh, I know I know I don't know how, how long we've got left, and I know it's it's a huge decision to uh, a, a huge dis- discussion. But I've never thought he's good enough or going to be good enough. And, I mean, good luck to him, club legend, nice guy, etc. I, I still find it amazing that he got the job, and he hasn't really done much since he's had a job to to make me think differently. With all the money we've spent, I just can't see him winning trophies. Um, Worrying. I think um, I apologise for my negativity. <laughs> I, want, I want to be more positive, but he just doesn't. I don't know. I just I don't know. Just when it losing the semi-finals last season, and well, he did really well after the restart. But I just the team, the team just looks still quite fractured and transitional, and don't know our best eleven. The Pogba scenario is still drifting well, on. Well, I mean, I we've, got, we've got a good opportunity this week. We've got Arsenal Sunday, four thirty kickoff yeah. Sunday. Great. I think we beat Arsenal. I, I, I'd hope we beat Arsenal. And I think yeah. we will. It's sort of teams make games, don't they? Styles make games. I think I'd, I'd hope we'd beat Arsenal, but the Chelsea I found disappointing. I mean, obviously, it, it was. I found it weird the way it was taken as read that we'd have a poor start to the season because of the summer we had in pre-season. It all felt a bit the way the way Bruno was told he was captain, sort of live on air. The, I, don't, I quite like that, you know. Nah, I it was like, like surprise, <laughs> mother. You know, it just feels a bit. It just feels a bit small club to me. It doesn't feel. I don't know. It just felt a bit. It felt a bit odd. I don't know. It felt a bit bizarre. I think Jermaine Jermaine Gina said on the head about Ollie though. Mm-hmm. He was saying, you know, I mean, and I can see it, and I'm sure you guys can see it that he, you know, they've got a manager in now who's a yes man, really. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's scared to death anyway of of everyone that's there, and you know, you know, he's still calling Rashi Rashford, you know, Rashi. It's yeah, like he's yeah. a mate, you know. Yeah, um, he's, um, he's weird. I want, I want, I, of course, I want him madly to succeed. I loved him as a player, and yeah. I, I, just, I just, I just, you know, there's no way a manager with his record would have got near the club years ago, and I still find it quite absurd that he did yeah. great run results to get him. It, the players loved him, etc. But it's just a bit. It felt a bit small. He felt a bit yeah. small, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope I'm wrong. I'm wrong about so many things in life. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong about this, you know. Uh, gents, we've got two minutes left on our board. Let's have some Predos. United taking on RB Leipzig for our 
second home game in a week, I think it is, at OT. Um, chaps, let's have your predictions. I'm going to go 2-1 United. Anyone else? No? I'm, I'm going to go for a 3-2 United with Cavani Oof. to get the winner. Nice, nice. I'm going to go 2-1 defeat because we, we just seem to play shit at Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, you're right. I mean, the home, the home thing's not serving us at all, is it? I just think that it'll be a close game, but I can see them nicking it. I'm hoping a three. I'm I'm going for a three-one Cavani to score, maybe yeah, not to win it, but Cavani to score. And then Arsenal Sunday afternoon live on Sky. Uh, it's a four-thirty kickoff. Um, how's that going to go? I'm going to go. Uh, it's away, isn't it? Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not that it matters, but if anything, we 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 have been playing a little bit better away, haven't we? I'm going to go. It's home. It's home. It's Old Trafford. Is it Old Trafford? Is it? Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm go... I was going to say 2-0 if it's away, but if it's at home, I'm going to go for one all. And I really just, I've, just had an, I've just had a vision. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Um, I think... I'm going to go one all as well on that, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got... I've, I've got a, I can see that. I can see that being, a, uh, being another draw. Um, they're, good, they're good going forward, Arsenal. Um... And yeah, they weren't the other night. Let me tell you that. Uh, I'm going two 0 United because I never ever back uh, the opposition against my own. Thank you very much, gents. <laughs> We're running out of time. That's the United Redcast for this week. Thanks to Paul Tomkinson. Thanks to uh, Dan Wiley, and thank you, Andrew Mann, for joining me uh, this week on the Manchester United Redcast. Two big games ahead this week: Reds Leipzig at home. And uh, Arsenal at home as well. Let's hope I'm back in for uh, a couple of wins for our boys. You know me. I'll always give it that. Until next week, though, come on, you Reds. Wasn't that a great podcast? Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now? and is available wherever you got this podcast. You're going to lose a number of people to the flu. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.